1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are you
2: drinking? Vinny. Cake bread chatonet. Haney, McUltra. Vinny and 80. Oh
3: 1057.
4: The Fan. Yeah, well, you know, congrats to Kevin. He's at the Pro Bowl right now, and uh, he's earned it. I think he's been a Pro Bowler. This was his first year. I'm really happy for Kevin. He's a free agent. Uh, he's one of those guys that we'll continue to talk to. He and I met last week. Uh, it was a challenge this year with J.K.'s injury, which was unfortunate, terrible for us, and then with Keaton. But, um, you know, we'll assess that market. We'll talk to those guys. We'll try to... We'll see where things kind of lie with with Gus and J.K. Both two guys I have a lot of respect for. You know, the ball's finding him; he's finding the ball. You know, I guess probably all of it goes together. You know, maybe the ball's being pushed in his direction for some reason. To make the plays, you got to be a playmaker. You know, and one thing that to your point, I think is a really good point, is Gino has established himself as a playmaker.
5: Players make plays. <laughs> <laughs> nope. John Harbaugh talking about Gino Stone, who made a lot of plays mainly in the first half of the season for the Ravens. There was a time where he was the leading interceptor in the National Football League. And then Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton kind of established themselves as a dynamic duo, Kyle Hamilton in all pro, Marcus Williams playing through pain for basically in the entire season. But Geno Stone looks like he'll be applying his trade elsewhere. And as we've talked about free agency pending for a lot of the Ravens, Uh, A couple of more dudes have hit it officially. That was yesterday. And we'll start with Geno Stone because that's the last cut we played. Yep. As he uh, will move on, it seems. As John Harbaugh said, you know, he he made plays. Ball seems to find him and all of that. And it's all great. But they had to extend players, the Ravens, by 4 o'clock yesterday. They signed Nelson Aguilar to a one-year extension, I guess, Sunday. And then yesterday, Geno Stone, one of the four, and we'll talk about all four in a second. But he will move on. We've talked about, uh, Vinny, the defensive coaches who have moved to other destinations. And if you want to connect dots, you say maybe with great confidence, he winds up either in Seattle or Tennessee or somewhere like Miami. Miami. Chargers.
2: Ortiz is out there. Sure. You know, but here's the thing with – with like a genome. well and the reason why those contracts had to get done Bob because they had phony years. They were basically one year contract but they added voidable years onto the contract to make the the cap number go down. So if they don't resign, if you don't resign them, then let's say you had three phony years on there, then all if you don't extend them, then all that all that cap stuff comes due. So I think they, you know, they saved what, a couple million bucks on Aguilar by re signing him? And I think they lost on the other guy. I think they lost, what, six, seven million dollars on all the guys? I mean, that's just the price of doing business. Now, with Gino Stone, the thing with Gino, Gino's been up, down, cut, you know, and you kind of got to find your niche. And I think he's super smart, has excellent hands, excellent ball awareness. So as a center fielder, You know, he's not – as a center fielder, he doesn't have great range, but he's got instincts. And is he going to get to the balls Marcus Williams gets to? Probably not. But he's going to catch the balls, or he's going to be in position to catch balls that, you know, other people may be dropping away. That's why he had so many interceptions. So for another team – and I wouldn't have a problem doing this – it's kind of like a Ryan Clark kind of guy, Bob – you know, Ryan was the fastest guy. We had Ryan. Ryan was smart as could be, and you know he made plays and, and those types of things. But to go to another team, he if he if need be, he can be your green dot guy. He can help all the secondary because he's smart as can be, so he can help everybody learn the new defense. So I, I think for another, is he a Pro Bowl guy? No, no, not at all. Just because he doesn't have great range, he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's an okay tackler. He's inconsistent at times. But to bring into a new defense and you sign him for three years or whatever, sure. Got no, you know who we uh, got like that? Matt Bowen. Super. And you've seen Matt do his uh, mm-hmm. TV, sure. and he's a high school coach now. That's the kind of guy you put back there, and he's going to help your team win out of the gate with, when you're a new coach because you know what? I got another coach on the field.
5: Also heard from Eric DaCosta talking about Gus Edwards. Could not reach an extension agreement with him, which means the running back room outside of Justice Hill, is very questionable for the Ravens. As we know, Keaton Mitchell will be trying to recuperate from a very severe knee injury suffered in December. J.K. Dobbins is a free agent coming back from an Achilles injury. So no guarantees there, but for Gus Edwards, have we hit the end of the trail with old Gus Buss in Baltimore? Yeah, I think, I think so, Bob, unless he played for the vet minimum
2: and, you know, he's starting free. That, that would be like a after-the-draft kind of thing if he's still out there. But here, here's the thing, and I, I told you off-air. The thing I thought about this weekend, you know, because, you know, you're talking about all these receivers and they're going to get $20 million. And what's the position that people don't pay for running backs? Look at all the great running backs that are available. Instead of going and getting the great receiver, let's let's just let's just um, we've got um, we got Bateman and we got Flowers. Let's let's say that that stuff that all works okay with Flowers. All right, I got Bateman, I got Flowers, I got my two tight ends. Instead of going to get a T Higgins or a Mike Evans and have to pay him twenty million dollars a year. Let's go get that great running back. You know, because there's a bunch of them, you know, the Barclays, the Josh, a lot of all pro running backs, and Barkley's twenty-seven. If I gotta pay a running back eight, last year Barkley made 10. All right, is he gonna get more? Is he gonna get less? You know, it all depends on
5: what you know what the action and is. And if memory serves real quick, a disgruntled Ted Mill because he won an extension that Daniel Jones got. Right. So,
2: like, if you're the Ravens and you can go get, you know, that stud running back and you put, you know, like, let's say a Barkley. I mean, Barkley's, you know, basically like McCaffrey. You can line him up wide. He can catch as well as he can run out of the backfield and stuff. So you got another weapon on the outside. So, and you you get him for half or less than half of what you got to pay the great receiver. So that's kind of, you know, what I was thinking. I said, damn, you know, look at all these running backs. Can't afford a receiver. We draft a receiver. You know, we draft another running back later, get an undrafted free agent because, you know, Mitchell's probably not going to be back. Then let's just say we have have a Barkley. I'd rather have a Barkley or Josh Jacobs more so than Henry just because Henry – I mean, Henry can do one, and he's going to be 31 years old. And Bob, how many hits has he taken? Sure. That that's that's the thing with that is, um. So that's what uh, I kind of thought of. If I, and I, I don't I would love to talk to Eric and just kind of think what their thoughts are. But you know, the price of receivers is extremely high.
5: Now, Dalvin Cook was on the team. He was literally on the team and was active for a playoff game. Against the uh, the Houston Texans. Yep. Because I was watching NFL Network this morning. It was a replay of uh, one of their five thousand shows, and it was a uh, you know the Maurice Jones Drew and David Carr and I think it was uh, Michael Robinson, but they were talking about like Austin Eckler could go to Minnesota because they made the ill fated decision to get rid of Dalvin Cook. I mean, well, you know, well, Dalvin Cook went to the Jets where he was buried behind Brees Hall. And then he came to Baltimore where the only reason he was even up is because Melvin Gordon fumbled against the Steelers in the season finale. So I guess in a long-winded way, Dalvin Cook's not that former all pro guy we're talking about. No.
2: Hey, he dropped fast. And Bob, you know who else dropped fast, in my opinion? Eckler. Eckler had nothing, you know. I mean, he got no burst or, and he was just good out of the backfield. I don't I don't want that. You know, but I don't I don't want Dalvin Cook's not going to be back. Um so they, get, they need a guy who's got some burst and explosiveness, not not a guy who's on the tail end. Sure. And to me, that's Henry. Because, you know, Henry, all of a sudden, he could be like that. Dalvin Cook was in the Pro Bowl the year before he went to the Jets. Yeah. You know, so all of a sudden, you know, he, he took a quick, duck just like uh, Ingram did. With the Ravens.
5: After he had the quad. Right. The and then the he season. went elsewhere and he didn't. Went back to, uh, eventually, Orleans. he went to Houston and I think he went back to New Orleans. But we also heard to start the show. By the way, it's Viddy and Haney, one zero five seven. the fan, What's happening? Bob Haney, Viddy Serrato. It's turning up Tuesday. Nolan McGraw's over there. We're going to hear from him. It's been an interesting weekend of sports. Some sad news, which we'll get to. Orioles are down in Florida. Talk about that here in a minute. But Kevin Seitler. Looks mm-hmm. like he's not coming back. And that was Eric DaCosta, you know, praising him on a week in which Zeitler was, li- I don't want to say literally 50,000 times in the pra- but he was at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Whatever that is nowadays. better than the NBA All-Star game. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But Zeitler moves on. And it looks like, according to what I was reading, Zef- Jeff Rebeck was tweeting out from The Athletic that he ain't coming back. John Simpson's a free agent. Yep, you've been long an advocate of telling Ronnie Stanley to hit the road, Jack, and don't come back after yeah. June first. And who knows what happen? What happens with uh, Moses? So we, could we be looking at a scenario, Vinny, that we were talking about a week or two ago, where your only returning starter is your All Pro Center in uh, Tyler Linderbaum? Can't they
2: can't afford to do that, Bob? I, I, I think he, in reality, here is what I think is going to happen: Ronnie will be back. Moses will be back. Moses is extremely cheap. Um, they pick up about $7, 8000000 Or if they cut Ronnie after June 1, they could probably pick up more. But you figure, all right, we'll give it one more. Sh- He's a much easier guy to cut a year from now. I can pick up a lot more. Let's just get him totally healthy. You know, OTAs, mini camps. I mean, baby him through all that. Baby him through training camp and see if you can get – you know, a regular season out of them and draft a guy. I mean, if – if because it's going to be tough at 30, but the draft is deep attack. They've got to get some young linemen because Falele, back up at – they don't have any young guys that are really ready no to elevate the stall. You don't know what you're getting maybe. We, Yeah, we don't know on Sala. But the other two, they've kind of shown – what
5: they are and Voorhees again coming back from a knee injury you know who he still still might be that's a question mark yeah it's been 8801057 the fan you want to join us you can so gus bus I mean he has he run his course in baltimore I'll tell you what for an undrafted free agent they got their money's worth out of gus edwards
2: yes they did for sure they got all those all three years of his contract
5: was that was a well worth it contract for the Ravens. And Gino Stone is a seventh round pick who came back. They got he that He's
2: almost doing radio with us.
5: They, and Zeitler <laughs> made the Pro Bowl, Rocky Sin. Yeah. That was uh That was a... Yeah. came and went. It's, it's like the wind. He well, was here a minute they, and he was they, gone. They they weren't next.
2: Bob, who was the corner from F- Slay? They had Slay done.
5: Oh, Darius Slay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: they had Slade done. They had a contract ready for him. Slay was coming. And then Philly never turned it into the league that they terminated him. And they brought him back and said,
5: screw you, Ravens. Also, over the weekend, Lefty Drizelle passed away, 92 years old, Saturday morning. We're going to talk to Ernie Graham about... Lefty's influence on him and Ernie, of course, Baltimore guy like Clifton. Maryland still to this day holds the single season scoring record of 44 points. Scored uh, December 20th, 1978. They had an interesting relationship, and uh, Ernie's going to elaborate on all of that. The Orioles are the revolving door of their roster. Once you get to know them, they disappear because they're claimed off waivers. They're DFA'd because Elias keeps that that free agency wheel churning. We'll talk about all of that and more. The NBA All-Star Game, I didn't even watch it. I know it's been uh, criticized greatly for being unwatchable, so I guess we'll leave it at that.
2: When I saw the score, Bob, I said, I'm glad I didn't want. 211 to 189 or whatever? Come on. Video
5: game scores. It's video 81 057 of the fan. Ravens making moves. Orioles a couple days away from the exhibition opener against Boston this coming Saturday. Terps tonight at Wisconsin. Maryland loses a tough one against Illinois at home. Right now, Maryland, uh, boy, the bubble. They read about the bubble in, like, sports pages. Hey, what's that bubble thing? Right now, Wisconsin's having a rough go of it. We'll talk about that, too.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
6: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
5: Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 1057 The
2: Fan.
4: Have them continue on their development track and not, not rush anybody too, too early. That being said, you never know. I think more likely they'll start AAA and be in the rotation.
5: Brandon Hyde, Orioles manager, talking about uh, Chase McDermott, Kate Povich. Of the highly regarded Oriole pitching prospects for this year and beyond. Basically telling you they're going to come down here, they're there already and have been for close to a week, get their work in, get their starts in during the exhibition season, then they're going to triple A. Yep. And they're going to develop, And which is the prudent thing to do because the Orioles, what we have seen, player development has been key for them in a big way. But – It's also a meritocracy. When you earn your way up to the next level, you'll level up and you'll get here in due time. And now with the incentives of promoting your prospects, hey, Gunnar Henderson won Rookie of the Year, even though he came up in August of 22, they got a draft pick out of that. Yep. Jackson Holiday has a realistic chance of making the opening day roster. But for a team that's trying to contend, and let's look at this realistically, Corbin Burns is an ace by all definition. Grayson Rodriguez is a future star because we've seen it. Kramer's solid, if not spectacular. Wells had the lowest whip in the American League in the first half of the season. Cole Irvin's a guy that's pitched almost 200 innings during his career. But do you want to put two rookies in there when you're trying to win the American League East? In an improved division, no. Now, can they help you down the road? Absolutely. That's what you're hoping for. But coming right out of the gate, nah. So Brandon Hyde is basically saying they're going to be here. They're going to learn. They're going to get the experience. But they're not coming north with the team in any capacity, but possibly will be here at some point in 2024. And quite frankly, I have zero problem with that. Question will be, and we'll talk to Rockabaco later in the show, As full squad reports today, and everybody's kind of there anyway. Do they still try to make a move for a starting pitcher over the next five weeks or whatever it is?
2: I I would say, Bob, the the people that know that are the Orioles brass because we don't know how bad – Bradish, you know, we don't know how bad those guys are and how long they're going to be out. If if they know that they're going to be out till July, or, you know, Bradish is like, well, he could have surgery, couldn't have surgery. If he goes out and throws, you know, and it pops, then he's going to have surgery.
5: Then I'm probably getting one. I need it for insurance. Yeah, Means looks like the more optimistic to be back no sooner. Doubt. No Guy, doubt. He's just, he's a month behind. But Bradish, again, let's do the math. Letters-wise, Nolan, get in here. UCLA. UCL. UCL, excuse me. (laughs) Chip Kelly. (laughs) Hello, John Wood. UCL plus PRP.
4: PRP. Plus IL. Means C in July. in Dr. Bob's uh, diagnosis here. Yeah, bad letters, bad letters. And obviously, Elias last week kind of wanted to squash the big fears that everyone had. You hear UCL, you think Shohei Ohtani. You think Jacob Degrom, Felix Bautista, mm-hmm. those were a little more severe than this is right now for Bradish, but still, you can't help but think the worst. And he said about Bautista, and they teased last year.
5: Elias's comments last week, his was seemed obvious. He was getting Tommy John surgery, even though he was long tossing in Fenway Park, right. which had everybody looking for what was it the, the Loch Ness Monster sort of conspiracy. Braddish, when he seems a little more optimistic but I would still proceed with caution because Bradish is a stud you know and if he has to miss the first 3 4 months of the season so be it as long as when he comes back he's 100% and to me again I'm not a doctor but all of these letters combined I don't see that being a reality here right. I just don't see it I'm I'm I'd be nervous I I think uh like you said
2: proceed with caution, and and Bob, the PRP, all that is is to like kind of knock, help the healing process, and it it's not something like I said before. I've had it twice, and it and it doesn't last like four weeks or something. You know, then you got to get another shot. It it doesn't. The only thing that makes something go away, surgery, re- repairing it.
4: Yeah, right. That, and yeah. think, I mean, what you get it, and it helps you, right? Yeah, he's. Throwing ninety five miles per hour. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's a lot more wear and tear. Yeah. I, I just I, I'm nervous about
2: a pop. You know that event. You know when he tries to really crank it up. You know is is that's when the real test is
5: right. So and we'll talk to Rock as we set for Massive Sports coming up around one thirty. But. All of this will start to unfold in real time starting Saturday when they start to play the games for sure. But uh, Corbin Burns, that acquisition now is huge for the Orioles. Uh, Lefty Drizzell passed away on Saturday. And I grew up with Lefty, and I've interviewed him a thousand times. Cantankerous uh, guy, could be. Very, very intimidating from a physical standpoint. How tall was he? Like 6'5". Really? Played at Duke. Wow. We're going to learn you about Lefty today. And we're going to talk to Ernie Graham, who, by the way, was 6'8". And still is, as a matter of fact. But I grew up watching those Maryland teams that Lefty uh, recruited and cultivated. And two of the best teams he ever had, 74 and 76, didn't even make the NCAA tournament because of the rules at that time. 1974. Only the conference champion made the tournament. And Maryland, number four in the country, lost to NC State in that overtime thriller, still considered by many people the greatest ACC game ever played. 50 years ago, that our buddy led home weren't uh, John Lucas, Tom McMillan. There are NBA players all over that floor for both teams. And didn't. Get in. And I always look at And by the way, NC State beat Maryland three times, so score that David Thompson. David Thompson and Tommy Burleson and uh, Tim Stoddard, who wound up winning a World Series with the Orioles as a pitcher. But I look at it from an NC State standpoint, too. They had already beat Maryland twice. Close games, but Mm -hmm. wins nonetheless. If Maryland would have beat them, they were the number one team in the country. They would have went from number one, two wins against Maryland, to being watching it on television. And then they flipped it the next year, where you could add two teams, that's when the at-large bid started, called it the Maryland rule. And in 75, Maryland actually benefited from the Maryland rule because they won the ACC regular season championship. NC State beat them in the ACC tournament. And then North Carolina, Phil Ford's freshman year, Won the tournament, got the automatic bid. So Maryland got the at-large, the Maryland rule, Mm -hmm. as the regular season champs. And NC State, defending national champs, they were ranked like fifth. They got host. The 76 team, which was spent like four weeks, ranked second in the country behind Indiana, the last undefeated team in the history of college basketball men. They lost to Virginia. Virginia. In the ACC tournament, because they finished, I think, third in the league or second behind Carolina. So Virginia upsets them with Wally Walker at the cap center. Then Virginia beats North Carolina in the championship game. And Virginia gets the automatic bid. Carolina gets the at-large, the winner. And then Maryland ranked 11th in the country, didn't even get in. So two of his best teams didn't even dance. And the 77 team was good. They didn't get in. 79 was good. They didn't get in. All of those teams by today's NCAA rules would have been in and been very dangerous in March. But we'll talk to Ernie Graham about Lefty because Ernie, of course, was a three-year starter at the University of Maryland. And it was a star-crossed relationship with Lefty. And College Park. But we'll talk to Ernie at 1230. 410-583-1057 is our number. If you're on the phones, hang tight. We'll get you when we come back. Gus Badwards gone. Gino Stone gone. Kevin Zeigler gone. I'm kind of surprised a little bit by that one. Rocky is 34 that, right? years old.
2: You know, you don't how much contract do you want to put into a 34-year-old? Fair enough. Question is, who
1: replaces him? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Yes. Every game, every interview, every take. 1057 The voice of
5: the fan. Video and 80, 105.7 The Band. Turn it up Tuesday. We're cranking it up to 12. Pick a song. We'll play it loud. Send your request. Plot support. Text line at 410-583-1057. Kevin Allstriker, Ravens Wire, joining us. Top of the hour, USA Today. Talk about the moves yesterday, not made, I guess, by the Ravens as four familiar names are leaving the nest. How many of those surprise you though, Bob? Nothing. Maybe Zeitler, kind of, sort of.
2: My, I, I'm I'm guessing what happened, Bob, was Eric said he had a conversation with him. What Zeitler was asking for and what the Ravens were thinking about were probably not close. Then it's like, you know what, go see what you can get. If you can't get it, then maybe come back on a short-term deal.
5: Now, who, assuming they all move on, most likely to find a new home? Well, Gino Stone will. Yes. But is there a market for Gus Edwards? <sighs>
2: No, I I would think with with the running backs, Bob. What's going to happen? I'm not going after like a Gus Edwards that type till after the draft. I want to see what I get in the draft first because that's cheap labor, you know. And Gus Bus not going to get what he get last. What he get uh, three years, fifteen mil, I think is what he had
5: had before. I don't think he's getting that. And yards per carry dropped almost a full yard from five to four point one. Four point one, I guess, is still. Kind of acceptable, but not based on his previous track record.
2: Yeah, and, you know, he did show he could catch a little bit out of the backfield. Um,
5: Double-digit touchdowns.
2: Right, but he's kind of, what he is now is short yardage goal line runner, you know, and what are you going to pay for that? Can you afford to do that? And, Bob, what special teams, coverage units and stuff was he on? If he's your third running back, you better be a good teamer.
5: Fifty-eight, eighty-one, zero-five, seven. The fans. So that's happening. Orioles start their exhibition season Saturday against the Red Sox. Opening day, March twenty-eighth against the Angels. If you missed it, Mike Trout said he wants to stay with the angels and win a championship there that's the dream and he did that The pontific he, he filibustered for a while there nolan and then at the end he goes well unless something changes <laughs> oh you kind of throw that read the five print well unless something changes yeah. but that's where he wants to be his point was i'm not demanding a trade and it gets to the point where like well we're gonna suck it might be best for you to maybe go to greener pastures and sort of like the Lions told Matt Stafford, I guess. Yeah. Way you you back know ago. what's crazy about Trout, Bob, is, is, I mean, he's one of the greatest players in baseball now, and you don't even hear that much about him. Well, he doesn't play anymore. Uh, that's he true. hasn't played over 150 games in like four years. So out of sight, out of mind for sure. And as Mike Harmon, our friend from Fox Sports says, in the pecking order of L.A. sports – They're, like, last behind the colleges. Well, that's going to change, I guess. Well, does UCLA and USC move into the Big Ten oomph them? Well, I would say, Bob, when
2: Pete Carroll was
5: at SC, they were number one. Oh, they were one of the great teams in the history of college football. And the Harbaugh hiring has the Chargers on the front page. But the Angels are like, oh, Oh, that's right. They're in L.A. You have a team (laughs) there. I guess the Kings might be eating yeah. sand, too. All right, let's get out to the phones. Left your result, passed away. If you have a lefty story, I am here for you because we could probably share the angst. I broke two TVs, Dolan, watching Maryland basketball against North Carolina back in the day. Then I learned inanimate objects had nothing to do with that. <laughs> hey, Keith Gatlin, make the front end of them one and one. All right, let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's happening?
3: Hey, good morning, fellas. How good morning, doing, buddy. Hey, man, welcome back, man. Hope y'all enjoyed y'all long weekend. Hey, it was good. Look man, you know, um now before I called before I mean well, before y'all went on y'all a little long weekend last weekend, last Friday, I called in <clears throat> after I got off the phone, uh I guess the guy Andre from Orange Mills called. I remember that call and saying how I need to keep Lamar's name out of his mouth and this and that. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. Either you're a fan. fan of the
5: Ravens or, or the you're Cowboys. a fan of the
3: Cowboys. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, Whatever, man. Andre, listen, man. I spent more money on Ravens games, Ravens merchandise, man. And meanwhile, this guy's still living in his parents' basement. and You know, with his PlayStation 4 beside him and never left Baltimore. You know, I don't think he even got a passport. You know, so man, let's keep my name out your mouth, Andre. There
4: you,
3: go. you know, I root for I want to root for, and I can criticize Lamar if I want to when he has a bad game. You know, it's still my quarterback. You know, he's not um, prone from criticism. You know, we have a bad game, yeah, stuff like that. But um, anyway, man, moving on. <laughs> right out of I the gate, <laughs> yeah. yeah a little he's
2: running
4: back, running back
3: collars. Yeah, man. You know, I have to get them. Well, you got equal um, time. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but um, I know Friday also talked about you know uh, Nelson Aguilar and everything. Yeah, and um, I he- heard they finally you know they signed him back one year deal. Now, um, what was the uh, particulars of this contract? I didn't hear any details. But nobody, uh,
2: nobody has seen it yet.
3: Nobody has seen it yet. But, no, but I'm quite sure it wasn't too much. You know, I'm quite no. sure for aging receiver, wasn't too many suitors out there for him.
2: No, and especially a yeah, guy that's done. had a history of drops and stuff. And and yeah. you know what? When you find a place that all of us it's kind of like clowny. When you find a home and it fits you, going and getting more money a lot of times isn't the best move.
3: Right. It's true, man. Especially more, you know, one of the chance of winning. You know, but I'm I'm quite sure this point is the point of his career. I mean, had a good
2: he it. had a good fit with uh Lamar.
5: What's the term? What's the rock say? Know your role. He knew yeah. his role. Yep. Thirty-five yeah, catches, role, four man. touchdowns. I mean, he, it, at least publicly, he wasn't complaining about no, lack he of. He
2: was target. getting like thirty reps a game.
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now I know they did something with Odell contract, right? And um, for and and. I think they got a pre-June uh, first cut of release or something like that. If they keep them, if they can't work out a deal, with well, I, fresh, they dead money out over two two years. I heard right. I don't. Another I two. don't
2: know. why. I didn't read anything about that. But he had he had some voidable years on there that would uh, hurt him cap wise because they're not yeah, they're dude, not bringing him back. I don't believe.
3: Now even if he come back for like a eight million nine million for one year deal, you that's think that's still uh, too much?
2: I hey Rashad, it. let me ask you this. For nine million a year, would you rather have Odell or Saquon Barkley?
3: Oh, right, come on now, couple, man! I on nine million for a running back though. The way you know they would say the running back position, anybody can play that. You can draft somebody in the fifth or sixth round, right? So I wouldn't want to pay nine million for a running back either, though. But yeah, but I mean, I got Saquon a little younger. Even though he had the little uh, injury a couple years ago, man. Yeah, I mean, but I played the whole season I, I, last year. Yeah, well, uh, what was the stats last year compared to Derrick Henry, though? Because I would have had Derrick Henry for like five million versus Saquon for nine, though, to be honest with you.
2: Well, the only thing with Saquon is he can line up in the backfield and, or, and he can line up as a wide receiver and stuff, too, and he's got phenomenal hands, whereas Henry's going to be 31 years old.
3: Yeah, I mean, man, I it's just not just your I mean, money. You Who get... cares? <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's true, man. That's, that's true, right. Man. All All right, right. I spent
5: Norm's
2: and Haiti's money drinking this
5: weekend. Right, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because <laughs> I was spending my own money as well. I don't have Barkley in front of me. I got uh, Derrick Henry. 17 games. Yeah. 1167 yards. 4.2 per carry. 12 touchdowns on the receiving end. Uh, you got to go to uh, 28 catches.
4: No touchdowns. And Barkley here, just fourteen games, nine hundred sixty-two yards, three point nine a carry. Hmm. How many receptions? Uh, let's see, forty-one for two eighty. Uh uh-huh.
5: There is an age gap there, right? Twenty-seven to about three or four years.
4: Yeah, twenty-six and thirty.
5: All right. And. Uh, Giants, o- both O-lines, not great. So Ravens need running backs. Do you spend money on a big-ticket free agent? Do you go through the draft where that doesn't appear to be the I'd prudent say option? Or do you look maybe to get a Keaton Mitchell undrafted free agent? You know, our friend, who was it, uh, from USA Today? Doug Farrar, right?
4: Talking about Mitchell? Keaton Mitchell, yeah, you yeah, got a yeah. steal. He, yeah, Mitchell. he did.
5: Called it way before any of us knew who Keaton Mitchell was. Can they find that guy, or is that kind of a you know diamond in the rough sort of? Thing?
6: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
5: Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti.
2: An 105.7 The Fan.
5: Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Kevin Hall, Stryker. USA Today, the Ravens Wire, joining us 11 o'clock, talking about the movement made with the roster yesterday. Ernie Graham's going to be joining us at 12.30 Baltimore Zone. Talking about the life, the legacy. It left you yourself. And Ernie's relationship with him when he played here back in the late 70s, early 80s. Got Keith Law from The Athletic. Talk about the top prospects in baseball. Led by Jackson Holiday, who might be coming up with the Orioles opening day, March 28th. And then Rocco live from Florida from MassinSports.com. And here's some Ravens news before we get to the phones that we didn't get into. Keith Williams is leaving Yeah, assistant wide receiver coach. He is now heading to new Orleans as the wide receiver coach for the saints.
2: Well, that's a, that's a good move for Keith. The thing that, I mean, he came in Bob as like the receiving guru. And what do I mean by that was he was a guy that was kind of like Chuck Smith. He was teaching these guys for the combine and stuff. And then in the off season, guys would go to him to learn how to run their routes or polish up their routes. Cause he was the guru teacher. And then the Ravens brought him in and I thought he helped a ton and just watching him with his drills and everything. I thought he did a fabulous job cause he worked routes with running backs, tight ends, wide receivers. So he did a really good job. I mean, what everybody says Bateman's a phenomenal route runner to me, that's, you know, Keith Williams had a lot to do with a lot of those guys. So that's that's somewhat of a blow for the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens the Ravens have taken a lot of body punches
5: so far this offseason. Yeah, to borrow a Keith Cavanaugh word, a lot of attrition in the coaching mm-hmm. staff yes. yeah. <laughs> for the Ravens. Let's get out to the phones. It's Vinny at Haiti, Nolan McGraw. Let's go to the WGK Law phone lines, bringing us Tom and Rising Sun. Tom, what's happening? Hey, guys. How you been?
2: Hey, Todd, man. Hey, Vinny, we'll have to meet at our box Hill one day, and I'll treat you to a crab cake and a Greek salad. All I'll right, Well, we're we're Bob, broadcasting uh, there. Uh, what is it, Bob? The day you're gone, right? I
5: got to get re- uh, I'm March.
2: I'm getting cataract surgery.
5: I, I will think it's not like see.
2: whatever. We'll, I'll let you know. But we're going to be uh, broadcasting yeah. from there
5: yeah. and a put up yeah, or shut up. Let me know, let me up, know Tom. what day is it going to be on Saturday or do No, it's
2: sure on a. It's a weekday. I think it's on a Thursday. We don't broadcast. Last, last time I checked, right, right.
5: me and Haney on, on the air on Saturday last the Ravens are in a playoff <laughs> game yeah. or
7: something. Let me
2: ask you with Gunnar Henderson, guys, I mean, that's this oblique thing with the stomach. It's a muscle. Is it a muscle or is it a tear?
5: No, it's an irritation or an aggravation. Irritation. That's what uh, Kevin <laughs> or, or uh, Michael Elias called it an aggravation. So he's going to probably be back in a couple of weeks.
7: Oh, that's cool. But do you, you, do you see us getting another bat? Because, you know, with Santander, sometimes he goes cold
2: for a while, then he gets hot for a while. But don't you think we could use another uh Another bat in the
5: lineup. What do you guys think? All right. Uh, Thank you, Tom, for the call. And don't be lying about that crab cake, because that's like the third time you've said it. And Vinny is actually going to be at Box Hill, so put up or shut up. Uh, Another bat, perhaps. It all depends. What might be sacrificed moving forward for another pitcher if they choose to do so? I think the offense is... Anthony Santander, complaining about him. Yeah. One of your most reliable run producers. I think there are others who go through stretches of inconsistency more than Anthony Santander does. But you never count out what Mike Elias has up his sleeve because they're in it to win it. The rebuild's long over. This is all about winning world championships now, not just making the playoffs and getting everybody all warm and fuzzy about the postseason. Let's go to Kevin in Ellicott City. Kevin, what's happening?
7: What's good, Vinny and Bob? How y'all doing? Hey, Kevin, man. I tell you, Vinny, I, uh, I didn't really, I, I'm starting to like the Saquon thing. I think um, if we can really sure up that backfield the way you were kind of talking about it with, mm-hmm. you know, not only running the ball, but catching the ball, right. um, being available to Lamar, that's a big step for us, right? Because as we, you know, we we kind of lost availability in in the offense a little bit there at the end. Yeah. And uh,
2: well, he could he could line out wide, and then you'd have Flowers, Aguilar, and Bateman, and then you got two tight ends that can catch. So you still have a lot of weapons, and then you add the stud running back, and and it's you know lo- less than half the price of a big time receiver. The only way that on, changes did. up. The only thing that I would ha- I would go against that on is if something happened to Zay Flowers.
7: Yeah, and then we're obviously in then a tough kind of right? Then you need a big time guy. Yeah, they uh, the opportunity there. It's kind of easy to see now, like you like y'all just mentioned, though, with the folks that have moved on. I mean, time is precious, right? Time is precious, and uh. You know, King Henry's going to find a job somewhere else. I don't know if here's where, you know, I don't want somebody with his type of level to overshadow or get in the way of Lamar, to be honest with you, and call me greedy, but that's just the way I am for our team.
5: All right, Kevin and Alcott City. Saquon Barkley, by the way, could still be franchised by the Giants. Right. Which would make that a moot point.
2: Well, they, remember last year it was between Daniel Jones and, and Saquon, the franchise, and then they got a deal done with Jones, and then they f-
5: they franchised Barkley. Because he was holding out for like a half a second, yep. and then he showed up. He only averaged 3.9 per carry. Did you say that correctly?
4: Yeah. I know. Surprising to me, too. Mm. And Henry was 4.1? Uh,
5: yeah. 4.2. Yeah, with uh, 13 touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. I think I might be changing my mind on that sort of thing. Nola, we have time for another call. Nola McGraw says one more call. Let's go to Mike in White Plains. Mike, what's happening?
3: Hey, thanks for taking my call, fellas. Hey, Mike. Hey, I tell you what. When they signed you, they were clowning. Me and Vinny went back and forth. Vinny, you were right, man. That dude was, you know what? Between him and Odell Beckham, I would believe his signing was better than Odell Beckham signing, if you ask me, because that dude, Clowney was doing a lot of things that we probably didn't realize he was doing out there on that field, man. You know, he was more disruptive than I thought he was going to be, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. You know, he really was. Well, yeah, he showed he really up every – You other were than, really right about that one,
2: man. Other than two games, 24 was – 24 you noticed him all the time.
5: Yeah, they the led time, the league man. in sacks. All the time. And he had a hey, big me, part of that.
2: And if he could have tackled, he'd have led the league in sacks.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question, though, about the Orioles, man. uh – I don't, man. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too sure Brad is just coming back. So, do you think that he might be looking at trying to trade for that Miami guy? Oh, I don't want to give up. Uh, I don't want to give up a sale for him. No, but uh, but you know. But I mean. Well, it's uh, it's, it's, not gonna be, it, it's
5: not going to be and it's not going to be cheap because. Uh, it, thanks for the call, Mike. Lazardo's signed through 2027, and you talk about controllable years. He's got him. So the Caulser the Stowers maybe they inquire about a Westberg type they're going to ask for the moon assuming they trade him by the way Miami and what up why wouldn't you if i if the Orioles are desperate yep and i don't think they're desperate yet that will all be told over the next few weeks if there is desperation at all then you're like i'm not trading we don't have to tr- we don't have to trade him. He's not right. hitting free agency. Nope. We're not up against it by any stretch of the imagination. So they're going to ask for the moon. Question is, if the Orioles want him and most importantly need him, and we don't know if they do yet, Right? what are you willing to sacrifice to get him? It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 of the fan. Ravens, I guess they sacrificed four, uh, four players yesterday. We'll talk about that with Kevin Allstriker. And then today starts tag day in the National Football League? Do they just go right ahead and do it to Matabike? Or do you wait, see if you can get a long-term deal done? Got the whip around coming up at 1115. And we'll take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Paying tribute to Lefty Drizzel during the whip and
0: with Ernie Graham at 1230. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?